different geological things that could happen given a mass, you know, but according to scientists, and this was 2018, the, I guess the, the quote unquote big one for the state of Washington has been like dormant for nearly a hundred years. Like it's kind of, it's like, yeah, this was supposed to happen like 90 to a hundred years ago. It hasn't happened yet. Are we doing environmental disaster minute? Is this a prelude to college football minute? I mean, if if, oh, if, we if we're keeping with the theme of the week, if, if we're thinking, if we're keeping with the theme of the week, we've gone from social media disasters to financial mm-hmm. disasters to but now, um, you know, earth disasters. Uh, I, I gotta say, I kind of sort of love it. You know, let's keep let's just let's just keep going with the disaster theme right now. It's fantastic. It's therapeutic. We all instead of the airing of grievances mm. at Festivus, uh, we should ha- have the airing of disasters. Basically, Is we just had a show you you watched and you understand the reference there. I just want to make sure I don't. We're not going to Seinfeld. Fast. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Oh, yeah, thank yeah, God. Yeah. I, watch oh, I fall asleep to Seinfeld every night. It used to be Arrested oh. Development for like five years, but. Seinfeld uh, has taken over, but yeah, you always put on a Seinfeld when you're kind of stressed and you're like, I want to, I want to get it on. Okay. No, because Just sometimes there's the, 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 some Seinfeld. Seinfeld, but the but the thing it's is, it's like a poor some... man's King of Queens. Oh god. Yeah, sure, got it. <laughs> we were no doing problem. so well. We were doing so <laughs> yeah. well. We're barely five minutes in, and I'm just Ace, like, Ace only watches shows that are. That are that are created and by Mets and Jets fans for some reason. I don't know. That oh seems like a God. Just true. Why movies too? Like you just have. I just have Little Nicky on repeat uh, in the household. Who doesn't go. love Little Nicky? Um, that classic I, line I, from the movie, like "What's up?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's Little Nicky right there. That's Little Nicky. What a great movie." I'm gonna. Uh, make Andrew, make, we were saying right, we interrupted you. <laughs> everything is a, everything is a disaster at this point. That's, yes, yes, yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Got it. But yeah, uh, no. So uh, basically, the, the state of Washington is just going to explode one day, and you know, hey, let's bring it on. Yeah, Max is Max is back from his walk and decided to take his mid morning nap, so he's upstairs, mm, not looming Absolutely. over the banister. He could he could loom he could loom at any moment. Max, the, the big problem the the problem with Max is that he knows how to walk up the mm. spiral staircase above my shoulder there, but he doesn't know how to go down it. So he will how often do you force walk him to up. like learn. Do you just have to like push him down one at a time and like just be like, all right, here's one foot, two foot, three according, foot. According <laughs> according to the dog training videos on YouTube that I've watched, um, you put mm. a little treat step. So that it was to get the treat, mm-hmm. like uh, basically leave a trail of breadcrumbs, so that in and every time he does a step and gets a treat, he feels comforted and realizes he's not going to fall down the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, he's still too scared to take that step, no matter how good a dog treat I place on the stairs. Wow, he's but not even going for the treat. Fine. Mm-hmm. But it's also fine because when he does go upstairs, it means I can have the downstairs to myself, and I know that he can't come down unless I go and get him. So that's a mm. not awful. Andrew, we need to get you an animal. Dog, I know, cat. I know, I need to get a pet. Um, yeah, you were talking about it, getting a dog during Quar. 
Mid-core, yes. you were thinking that. That was a, an Andrew. Andrew, what kind of dog are we getting here? Corgi. Corgi. Yeah. You can see Andrew with a Corgi. We, uh, we get matching sweaters for uh, holiday pictures. Okay. That would work. That would work well on Instagram. Matching that turtlenecks. Would. I, I know your game, that. Andrew. It's almost Andrew social media turtleneck picture season. We we know where we, we know where the weather's Y'all going. Y'all know my gimmick. We we know your. Oh. I can't do it. I can't do turtlenecks. Like that's not Y'all, gonna work. Right? Y'all know the gimmick. I, I I appreciate the fact that you know I uh, I you know I have a thing. Like and you guys aren't the first people to say that. They'll sit there and go, "Oh, I'm gonna dress like Aham this <laughs> holiday season." I'm just over here like. I don't know how I feel about that. Is we just a, know. We we know the Aham uh, uniform. I hate you all. It's okay. It's how okay. about Bob's got a uniform? Talk. How about huh? some sports talk? How about we talk some sports? Emmanuel quickly. About- Are you enjoying the last few days of Emmanuel quickly in a Knicks uniform, Bob? He's not getting traded. No. You don't think he's going to get traded? No. I mean the the Knicks have, the, the Knicks are blessed with a number of potentially good, but mostly mediocre and forgettable uh, young dudes uh, mm-hmm. quickly is up for a contract extension, but they can just give him the qualifying offer and then deal with it. it punt it till a year later. If when he, and when they still retain his bird rights, that unless they get blown away with an offer and he's has had maybe one or two decent shooting games among the first 12, he's not getting traded anytime soon. No, I'm not worried. Hmm. I don't Is know. that the really, was that the first topic? Will the Knicks' seventh player in their rotation get traded? Is that the real? That's the. But that's the whole thing. He's the seventh player in his rotation, and Knicks fans were all in on Emmanuel quickly. And... Still all in on Emmanuel quickly. I'm just wondering why, in your editorial judgment, this was. Yo, you know what the people really want to hear about? <laughs> I want to make this WFAN. One report from e, like a mention from Ian Begley from SNY that teams are calling to see about his availability. That's what's really burning up the phone lines today. Good one, Chase. Wow. What's next? Is it just Moving because on. the Knicks aren't very good? Is that what's happening here? Bob? They are a they are a perfectly five hundred team, which is what I said they would be at the beginning of the year. I just don't. They're not fun right now, and that's what's bumming me out. They're mm. kind of sort. Of, I would say they're kind of sort of just meh and boring. Yeah, they they barely managed to hold off a Cade Cunningham-less Pistons last night. So mm. that tells you about where they're at. They're kind um, of mad. And then the Knicks keep keep putting, you know, RJ Barrett and Jalen Brunson into social media posts in really upsetting and disturbing ways. Well, we'll let you we'll let you check out Twitter and figure out what I'm referring to, kids. <sighs> Well, you're encouraging people to jump on Twitter.com in the last few days. What, what I are mean, we doing? you yes. might as well just jump on the Titanic. Yeah, when yeah, 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 man. Rome is burning. Get off your best I mean, post now. We got to get these jokes off somehow. I mean, like, whatever is what, whatever's laying dormant in your drafts folder, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that. Now is the time. I, I do literally, enjoy the fact. Literally, we are at mods are asleep. Time I mean, well, whatever, like when the mods do not exist. No, mods uh, I, been, I, the mods have been fired and replaced. I, by I, I enjoy the fact that literally 
that that you know instead of in in this is why Twitter is is just so good because instead of just like oh no this whole doom and gloom that you know we're all basically like yeah this thing could half of us could wake up tomorrow morning and the entire website might be gone or the entire app might be gone it, uh, it and so so we're just like what are we gonna do we're gonna get these jokes off uh, we are no, definitely I, we're, we are posters that is what we I am do. I am I am enjoying the fact that Elon is basically just in a state of uh Joe Bluth just every single day yeah. it is I've made the biggest mistake of my life. The best yeah, drops I've seen. Hey, hey, don't work yourself into a shoot, buddy. It's not like not not to reference one of my favorite shows, The Boys, but for those who haven't caught up on season three, at a certain the Voth Voth uh, Voth, uh, Voth International, the um, the evil Fox News and Disney combination or corporation that runs. Oh, it's the so good. It's so good. But they have an entire crime analytics lab. Like, basically, they said, okay, well, we'll just pay to have Batman's super secret crime lab and staff it entirely with quants so that they can help their superheroes, you know, fight crime. But when Homelander decides he wants to be the CEO of Vought, he installs his Aquaman stand-in, The Deep, to run the analytics and crime lab and the deep just fires everybody and then tries to blame other people for the fact that the crime lab doesn't work anymore. It's outstanding. And it's good I think you might be able to see, see per certain parallels between that there and what's are, happening at twitter.com. I'm, I'm very excited for this coming season because, you know, they, I, I've be noticed good. I've noticed they take parallels of what's going on in society. It's not subtle. And delve it into it's the not show. Subtle at oh all. no, it's not subtle at all. That's I'm just like. It's oh. really not because what happened is after like it's always been like that. But after like the first season, in the first season when Homelander, again, sorry, earmuffs for anyone who hasn't watched it and doesn't want. To I haven't watched it. So earmuff yourself. How do I earmuff so myself? I'm literally Walk away. Earmuffs. All right, I'm taking this off. Take Can your earphones off. Hold on. What's Take the sign it. of when y'all are done? I okay. will give you a okay. thumbs up when this you're ready is... to go. So right now we're here. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay. In the first season, when Homelander causes a 747 kind of to crash and kill lots of innocent people, right. in the in the wreckage, he's literally quoting George Bush's 9/11 speech about the people who did this will hear from us and very soon. It yes. wasn't subtle from the first season, but in the first season, all the fanboys were treating Homelander like the Superman stand-in and were rooting for him. So the writers had to sit down and go, okay, well, we'll just get out a, like the Gallagher-sized mallet and bash people over the head with what we're trying to say here. It still works. Um, oh, yeah. One thing that... It, Chase, you can go back now. Yeah. Bring it in. Bring it in. I'm back. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cite Abraham Reisman, who wrote a really great book uh, about Stanley, whose name I can't remember. But if you look him up on Twitter, if you look them up on Twitter, apologies. Um, they I think it's uh, their Stanley book is very outstanding for anyone who wants a real look at Marvel. But something he has posted and written about is that even with the most 
no matter how hard you drill down on the superhero movies are inherently fascistic concept idea, like in a show like The Boys, um, the problem is is that people still get hooked on the appealing parts of fascism inherent to superhero movies. So even if you make it clear that Homelander is a stand-in for whatever demagogue in current society that you want to pick, maybe an American one, I don't know. Uh, people, no matter what, will still think, oh yeah, Homelander is really cool, I want to root for him. It's impossible to overcome. The, you know, the, the, the actual form the the narrative construct is too powerful not to engender that kind of response in whatever superhero movie you're doing because that's what superhero movies are they're inherently fascistic and they are you can still enjoy them it's okay I, I do as someone who has watched all of the boys and many of the episodes two or three times and consumes marvel movies like i'm just a big old piggy slide sidling up <laughs> to the trough but I've never. But heard in any case, like, how did we that, get to the boys? Anyway, yes. Twi Twitter is Twitter is a is a howling trash fire right about now. It's awesome. It's great. Nothing would the whole surprise me about what happened. The whole he is he is bleeding millions of dollars a day, and it's and now that all the engine like half the engineers have been fired, things are starting to break. It's it's uh it's going to be really interesting if he declares bankruptcy and tries to pawn it off for pennies on the dollar, or he just decides not to care and let it go kaboom out of spite. I don't know which is the more likely option. I think this it's the former. I think someone steps in. It's just going to be somebody else. And then it's going to be like two years from now. Like, remember that Elon Musk month? <sighs> I don't know, man. These you know things have a momentum me, uh, of their own. It, it I just, it's, it's like watching once again, chase. Cause I know you haven't seen it and you probably <laughs> won't see this. Uh, it, I tweeted, what was it, a few days ago? Uh, this feels like the second half of Citizen Kane, where basically Elon Musk is just bored, sad, depressed, and aloof. Um, and you're just like, oh. And he's and he's being extremely online about it. And you're like, dude, no. Just he's, go, he is a, go back to your game. He is a reply guy who thinks he is a poster is one of more Elon's more fundamental misconceptions about himself. He is not a poster. Like stick Elon in an early 2000s League of Legends message board and he would get absolutely destroyed and run away crying within days. He is a reply guy. Elon is a reply hmm. guy. He, and he's and trying to be the cool he, he he's trying to be a to, poster. Yeah, well he's trying he's trying to be the cool and edgy tech billionaire but the thing is it's like dude we all no see through idea. it we all see that you are just like hey guys everything so in great over your right head. now oh so, so in over your head so yeah. so 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 has no idea what he's doing none, and, none at all once again much like twitter because you know he's a poster or he's not a poster uh thinks he's, he's a poster thinks yeah, he's yeah a poster. thinks he's a poster is you can't make the joke about, oh, I'm going to buy Twitter. And then when you do it, you're like, oh, balls. Yeah. The, the, I mean, LOLs and the like watching something literally, like watching the Hindenburg crash in, in over the course of two weeks is, 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 is good sport. Yes. 
Um, it's going to suck to a certain degree because I don't oh, know about absolutely. you guys, but Twitter is a very, in terms of a delivering news quickly website and in terms of a, here's a website where I can hear in between the S posting and the, 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 the white nationalists and the harassment and the, and the scams, I read a lot of interesting things. And in terms mm -hmm. of, oh, here's something I wanted to read about that I didn't know existed. There are a lot of smart people who are posters and, and will share incessantly. And I, it is a, a it, for the last, I'm going to say eight to 10 years, it has been my most consistent news funnel. I was never a yeah. Google reader type. And I am going to have to rebuild that somehow. And that's going to be some work for me and also, a lot of other people. And guess what? I'm thinking about one new service that in terms of kind of the same way, you know, Bob, you're, what you're talking about in terms of getting stuff, interesting stuff you need or stuff you want to read, curating it to your audience. Hey, Apple, to your need. this is your time, buddy. That, that yeah, the Apple I, news it, service why? that they do. They should honestly. Why they should make it free. Apple or they should Amazon make just it hadn't like free. said, "Here's a why they didn't just reverse engineer." And like, look, if if the getter and the and, and the and the parlor can put together a, a Twitter clone in a relatively short amount of time, the tech is not very complicated. The under like the value of Twitter is not in its tech stack; it's in the users the and if the users. Yeah, it's in the users. It's the, that's what you're selling. That's the thing about Twitter. You are, in fact, the product. The product is us, Twitter addicts. Me, possibly more than you, but us in the macro sense. The product is all of us. That is what is being sold. Us. That's all the value is. And Elon never really understood that. That the value is a user base. And unlike building rockets or electric cars, which we can debate how successful he's been at that. Managing a group of people is a lot more complex to begin with and very obviously not a skill that Elon has. So that's why, but they're all going to leave. But that same group of people still wants the same product. So if I, I can't help but imagine that Apple and, and, and Amazon and maybe somebody else is quickly banging out a Twitter clone right freaking now. That's and what honestly, I'm saying. Is like, yes, if I don't it's think functional, it... I'll jump to it. Mastodon is too complicated. I tried. Yes, I that's not happening. Mastodon is not happening. I, I signed up. I don't know how to use it yet. I, I feel I like we need to show we need to show a little more respect to a uh, mid 2000s heavy metal band. Mm. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it has to be a service that's anyone can use. And that's one clearly you look at that's, you're like, oh right, not everyone the can Twitter use it. The, the, the genius of Twitter is that you don't you can be a lurker and, and have a perfectly cromulent experience there. Yeah. In fact, that's my life on Twitter. Of the I just read on. stuff. I read the tweets yeah. and I don't I don't reply. Ninety percent. I I make sure to post jokes. I make sure to post. You're a joke, joke poster. Right? You're a poster, about though. I do. I am. I am. I, am look, I a poster? In... You're no, a poster. You're not a poster. No, do you think a... Andrew's on a poster? No. Interesting. How many tweets do you post a day, Andrew? Look at your. A mentors. lot. I was gonna say he posts How a many? lot. Really. How do I miss yeah. them? Yeah. I don't see them. 
Hey Chase, I don't see yes. your. You got a blurry thing, right? Post. I have a what? You got like a little blur that we can use. Where is this going? Screw you, oh, Bob. That's, wow. He's flipping me off because I haven't seen his good posts. Mm, sorry, that's fair though. Sorry, after two uh, years, sorry. you aren't. Uh, I follow you. I know, but gosh, I'm not a poster. Gosh, eh. gosh, I feel but I'm so neither. Funny. What does that make me if I'm neither? You're a lurker. That's most yeah. of Twitter's user base. What? Yeah, I'm a lurker. No, Chase is a lurker. You're a poster. I just haven't seen them. I am clearly a poster. I am. I on the other hand. I, I'd like to think I'm a poster, but I'm pretty much a reply guy. I will make mm. reply guy jokes. I, I do. I've made two to three reply guy jokes this morning. So yeah, oh. I'm probably a reply. You're guy. You're working yourself into a shoot. Yeah. 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 I got off some jokes about the Knicks number combinations this morning already, which honestly, quote tweeting is reply guy behavior. That's not. That's mm. not being a poster. I a feel quote like... tweet is a reply. I feel like everybody has a I, I feel like we're all a mix of both, which makes you a to yes. me, which makes you a good tweeter. Uh, yeah. You know. People people I, I get some engagement on some of my good tweets. Uh, I got a, I, there was a I got uh, I forget I forget what it was already, but I got like, you know, ten K likes on some joke I got off last week. It's I can't remember what. It was something. Probably pretty funny. People seem to like it. <laughs> I didn't see it, Bob. So uh, that's it doesn't okay. count. Yeah, I mean, Crane T. Nelson's probably the one who makes me laugh the most of anyone on Twitter. Three hundred thousand views on that. Wait, what? I didn't hear I didn't the first anything. part. Oh, something about views. I didn't um, say anything. That's Andrew. Did you hear that? I don't know what I, you're talking about. What's happening? I heard him. I heard him say something, but I was I was waiting for him. To I'm actually, just mumbling like, under my breath. We're not. We're moving on. Coward. We're moving on. This coward. Is yeah, I have yeah. no idea where, where that was going. Okay, um, we're which moving on. Leads us moments to over. Shade Gilders Alexander getting frustrated about uh, all the losing in Oklahoma City. This is something that a lot of folks. I am shocked. Right, shocked. but people Shocking. are when they see this because they're. This is something that people discount um, in preseason previews and just the when you do the full teardown rebuild and like check goes down and 82 games is a long time. That is a long season where you are the best player and you go into most nights knowing that um, Theo Madden is going to be the best, <laughs> best Theo option. Maladon. Theo Maladon. Maladon, yeah. And Theo, Malad- Theo Madden is not the bastard son of one of the Cosby kids. <laughs> But either way, but either way, he is getting frustrated. It's like, yeah, because he's an all star now, and this sucks. Like, that, see, that was a reply guy comment. That was not a post. That was me mm. being a reply guy, just to clarify the joke spectrum. I like it. But like, uh, what do you think about so, this? Like, because this feels and this was inevitable. I wonder if the Thunder are like, wow, we we didn't see this one coming. The guy who's been an all star and is now losing a bunch of games. Um, is upset. He's getting like, mad. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I think I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. I am completely shocked that let me read my uh, notes here. You don't see Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, I mean, can, can carry this. Oh, are a terrible a team and he's doing a bit. He's doing a bit, guys. And okay. are absolutely terrible. Oh. They're not that terrible. And they're, they're, they're one of their best players is complaining about them being like, terrible. Okay. 
okay, fine. Uh, dude, this is what you signed up for, buddy. He did sign that extension, didn't he? He did. Yeah. I think he thought I think he thought once I think he thought with Chet they would be competitive. I year. get it, but were they supposed to be instantly competitive with Chet though? They were still on a playoff team. Like, yeah, like for better or worse, this was probably gonna be it anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm so over this whole look, I get where you know guys are unhappy i get guys are frustrated but it just it feels very i don't know i guess it feels very fake sometimes when guys are voicing their frustrations he's just he's just getting a little he's just i, I really don't think it's a big deal i don't think it's not it's really just, not i'm just like people dude, have been I think it is because that. you can't it's just the headspace aspect of it where i could not imagine just going into work like this and putting so much time into being an elite basketball player and knowing that there's no path for you to enjoy winning a lot of games for the not too distant future. Like for the trust the process SGA, man. I just, it wears on you. I think it's just starting to wear like losing wear on the human soul. Like, yeah, like it does. No, I, I, I totally get where he's coming from. I guess, I guess I'm just kind of like, okay, like, we all kind of knew this was going to be the path for this team for the next season or two. So I think they have to trade him. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he is going to stick this out. He's 24. He turns 25 next year. Okay. But he'll be 28 by the time they're theoretically contending. Right. So what's the price in this market? What's the price to chat? What is the first, what is the opening bid for SGA startup? I at least want one of whatever those DeJounte first round got. picks. More than the DeJounte, DeJounte trade. Yeah, more I at least that, you, you have to throw in more? those first round picks. Yeah, I think yeah, he's probably worth more. He's worth the Donovan Mitchell bag. Mm. Yeah. My question is, who's who's willing to make the deal? Or who would make the, the Knicks. deal? The Knicks. Oh, God. Yeah. Again. Yeah. The Knicks. Knicks uh, I think the Raptors are the probably Raptors, in that the Raptors. The Raptors would throw in less enticing picks. They could make uh, OG, uh, Ananobi the centerpiece of the trade. They're, they wouldn't give up Barnes, but they would put Obi on the table. Um, they wouldn't. I mean, they would, and they would throw in any one of their seemingly endless supply of six, seven to six, nine wings that they've got on the roster in as well. Start so with Ananobi. Um, I'm not sure who else. It, it's gonna. It's it gets a little trickier with with Shy than it because he does have a very large contract that would need to be matched. But you could figure out a way to make the math work. Toronto, yes, would be in on it. Yes, the Knicks would be in on it as always. Um, but the Heat's uh, probably in on it. The Heat would be, but I don't know if the same Tyler Hero plus all the remaining picks package that didn't seem to interest Utah that much probably wouldn't tickle Presti's fancy. So Presti's going to, I mean, but it, it seems to me that you're reaching a point of diminishing returns with all this pick hoarding in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. They've got all the picks already. I don't know if more all the picks really, at a certain point, it becomes a redundancy. Like, what yeah. are you going to do with that? I really don't think Oklahoma City is going to trade him. I really don't. Unless, you know, it's not like, yeah, he is, an, he is, 
I think Shai Gilgis Alexander is a top 25 NBA player. Mm-hmm. I think you can say that. Okay. So that should net a great many picks, but there aren't that many other guys who you can trade five first round draft picks for and replace him. And you've got him under contract. I think they want to see what he looks like with, you know, Giddy having another year of improvement with Chet Holmgren coming back with the roster that they've built. They do have a lot of interesting, talented, fun, young guys. They're well coached. Can I give you Mark the favorite dark horse trade for him? Then? I don't. Sure. Jordan Poole and James Wiseman for Shea Gilders Alexander and picks. Poole just got the extension. Poole's awesome. Mm-hmm. He can run his own team in OKC. Nope. Nope. James nope. Wiseman, I mean, you take a big flyer nope. on him. No. Nope. Shea would be so much fun nope. in Golden State. No. Nope. Um, he can move Clay to the bench. Nope. Shea, yeah, Steph. Well. Clay's going to the bench. I think that's happening. It's like they're the the point of Clay moving to the bench. I think is coming at some point this year. Um, I, I would not be surprised if that's ultimately uh, where it goes. Andrew, I, uh, what would you do if you're Minnesota right now? You have the point guard who didn't know he was in on a four and five. Um, he did not know he needed to check back in the game. Um, Minnesota, it's not gone great. Uh, to start this year. They were the team I've been most wrong about. Who uh, could have seen this Not me. coming? I had them I, being I the first, it, number one I team like last. I, I think it's a fun experiment. I like that they did it. I don't I don't care if it face plants. I like that they said, I, I, said, said, you know, they went full we're Leroy gonna Jenkins try and, on the trade market. Huh? Leroy Whether Jenkins. They, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, just absolutely Chase, screwed it up Chase, add it to the list. Else. Add it to the list. Of no, I've yeah. seen Leroy Jenkins. I just haven't heard okay. it in a long time. I've heard Leroy Jenkins. That's yeah, on the list. They, they, they definitely just Leroy Jenkins the entire uh, offseason in terms of transactions. Uh, because I, I still say Kevin Durant goes somewhere if – like Kevin Durant is going somewhere, yeah. Kevin Durant goes somewhere. Maybe Russell goes somewhere. You know, uh, that would be fun. That's what I would do. Trade for Kevin Russell Durant if you're for, Minnesota? No, Shy Gilgis Alexander for Kevin Durant. <sighs> That's so mean to KD, though. That's so mean, mean to just send him back to Oklahoma City where he can't win a title for the last couple of years of his prime. Really? You think? Do you think the? What are you? Where do you think the odds are better of him winning a title? Brooklyn or Oklahoma City? Brooklyn. <laughs> you Brooklyn sure about sure. that? Yeah. I was that's your say, final uh, answer. That's my uh, final can, answer. Can, can, can we wildly gesture at everything that's going on in Brooklyn? I'm not disagreeing. What I'm saying is like the top, like the best case scenario in Brooklyn is still a championship. The best case scenario in Oklahoma City is like is the it? seed. Yeah, the best case scenario is still that. The, if they is get the T.J. Warren scenario. back, T.J. Warren, year, Royce O'Neal, Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, back, Joe Harris. You mean and, this, the, the championship odds for the for the Brooklyn Nets are hinged on a player who hasn't played for two years. I'm not saying they're most- strong, Bob. I am saying if you play, replay this season one, uh, like every like 100 different times. No, there's well, okay, a, let's just say the goal is it. for Kevin Durant to win another championship. Not yeah. necessarily this season. Where do you think his odds are better, Brooklyn or Oklahoma City? Uh, Brooklyn. Andrew has his Andrew Andrew has registered his book. <laughs> it's not Oklahoma no. City. No. Why do you, what 
gives you Brooklyn is such you... a mess. I, okay, 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 sorry. I I'm sorry. Go, 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 okay. go, go. Brooklyn is ha, ha, we've been trying to play fetch with Brooklyn for nearly <laughs> a freaking damn decade. Mm-hmm. And where has that gotten us? Like go for it. You 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 move this team from Jersey. Okay, I get it. Jersey sucks. You move them to Brooklyn. Everybody's like, "Oh, Brooklyn. Oh, basically, we're going to get the shell that was the shell of the Boston Celtics." Uh, yay. Yeah, How did that happen. work out? The you tear it all down. You 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 try and do it organically a little bit and then you're just like, "No, f this. We're going to be a Big money ball club, and then you get all this other crap going on. You get Kyrie, you get KD, you get Ben Simmons, and where have you done? What have you done? You got swept by the Celtics, who, to a man, you should have at least gone six or seven games with. It's been a disaster. Kyrie Irving, I don't know if he wants to play or not. Uh, He doesn't. I don't think he wants to play basketball. Yeah, and Ben Simmons. They broke him. He's broken. You literally hired – you literally wanted to hire Ime Udoka, and everybody's sitting there telling you, hey, Google. Google him. Google Google him. Don't Google Evan Fournier. Google Ime Udoka. (laughs) And and the guy who should have got the job over Steve Nash in the first place – you're like, oh hey, Jacques Vaughn, you're cool. You've been around. You coach full time. He's got a good beard. Good beard on Jacques Vaughn. I love I'm that. tired of the Brooklyn Nets. I'm true. tired of the everybody Brooklyn, trying the, the, to play fetch with the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm over it. Sorry if this is a rant, but I'm sorry. I'm just no, it's good. This will be good on social. I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, yeah, Andrew, okay, I'm fine. I'm Andrew. calm now. You're okay. Mm-hmm. You don't seem calm. You still I don't want to like reiterate my point that I'm the Nets have a better title odd than uh, than the Thunder. I'm the, calm the, now. The, yeah, no, mm-hmm. the, no, the, the Brooklyn Nets have always been a branding exercise masquerading as a basketball team. So Ooh, no one cares about the Brooklyn. No, the Brooklyn Nets have been a branding <laughs> exercise masquerading as a basketball team. They're they when they move like I go back to the original sin. Like, how did they get the Barclays Center? By absolutely screwing over people who lived in Brooklyn. That's how. And well, that's how most you know, stadiums are built. Brooklyn, yeah, but Brooklyn wasn't clamoring for a, for a basketball team. I'm it was just kind of given to them. Yeah, speaking to someone who's within walking distance of the Barclays Center, that I, mm. I've gone to a handful okay. of games. Flexing it, on us. Okay, yeah. I see you. Yeah. It, it, it makes Tell for Howard a fun viewing experience. Exactly. We said, hey. Sure, I will. Um, it makes for a fun uh, basketball. It's more fun to watch games there than at the Garden. The seats are generally better, um, even the even the, the cheapos. But look at, like Andrew said, look at their twelve year history. The only time anyone ever had any warm and fuzzy thoughts about the Brooklyn Nets was that two year stretch after the disastrous KG Paul Pierce trade, when they acquired a bunch of late firsts and managed to turn Jared Allen and Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie into between good role players and starters on a contender. 
that was the one stretch where everyone thought, oh, Brooklyn, this is being done. This is a fun team. It's organically. Enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's being built. Being I'm, I actually have a connection to these guys. Now, granted, every GM in the NBA would have taken the uh, the monkey's paw that is the Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant package free agency right. and moved out guys. Now, granted, they screwed it up and it's gone about as badly as you can imagine. But any GM who says, no, 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 no. We, we, we're going to keep, we're going to keep running the offense through D'Angelo Russell because it's got good vibes is, is lying to you. But again, 10 years, it's not really a team. It's not a team that anyone cares about. And because there was no, again, even Oklahoma City, when they moved when they moved the Seattle Sonics, and again talk about screwing over a fan base. Uh oh, cool NBA, real Losing cool. Internet because I started oh, talking about here. Oklahoma City. Yeah, am I back? He got the, he, he yeah, got the back. Oklahoma internet now. Am I? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The, the ghost Bennett of Alfred McClendon. Like, hey, how haunting. dare you? Yeah. Speaking of they, they, that clay red or whatever on the side of their city uniforms, is that a clay Bennett shout out? What? The, no, the side of their just, city uniforms? It's just, like, it's, it's it's just southwestern. So, yeah, it's, okay. it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's you know the clay dirt of Oklahoma. But that's so what I'm saying. The clay. You, you've never no, been to Oklahoma? No. I have never been to Oklahoma. Eh, you ain't missing much. Oklahoma. I knew he was going to do it. comes running around the plane. I knew he was going to do it. What is that? That's What's from Oklahoma? the musical Oklahoma. <laughs> it's a it's an American classic. Chase, we're we're gonna need the wife to get you cultured. Chase, have guy. you watched what? Did you watch the HBO Watchmen? Did you watch? No. The, did you watch that show? Okay, never mind. read the co- read the graphic novel. I like that a lot. Okay, graphic good. novel's good. The you first, have HBO the Max, first episode. right? Yes. Yeah, the first, yeah, yeah. the, seri- okay. the entire series. Yeah. It's about Oklahoma. The, the, first epi- the first episode, yes, there is a play within a play in episode one about a redone yes. version of the of the musical Oklahoma. In fact, the, I, like... I don't know if you're messing with me line from, Is that really the case? It, it, it quote, <laughs> yes, it quotes a line from the song Poor Judd is Dead, which is, it's summer and we're running out of ice. Hmm. For all you musical theater fans, the so song goes. Yeah. So, it's a, big Oklahoma yeah. is a dark musical. It's a really brutal and dark musical. People don't realize that because they think of the the the, the Hollywood version and most of the standard mm. versions. But it is the actual underlying themes of the musical Oklahoma. You know, written by uh, people not from Oklahoma is uh, is pretty dark. Well, just I mean, that. hello. I mean, have you seen the state of Oklahoma? Wow. Yeah. Poor Judd is dead. Poor Judd Fry is dead. That's one of the songs. Sung by hmm. a guy trying to get someone to kill themselves. Yeah. So he sings to him. Yeah. To get him to kill to himself? Get him, to get him to kill himself. Yikes. What yeah. a happy song. What a happy musical. Where do I find this? On the I've internet, seen... okay. I might send you Look, there was a, at some point. There was, I've got nothing. There was, a, <laughs> there was a there was a version of Oklahoma that was re. There was a uh, they did they recently remounted it, it on Broadway, 
started off off Broadway by a director named Daniel Fish. It was mm. very, very good. You got free chili at intermission. Free chili. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Because oh it's God. a communal theatrical experience. And so the chili is performed. Is the second, the second act just nothing but farts? Like, what is happening with that? It's a it's a meat chili. It's it's a it is a southwestern chili. It's like Texas style chili, no beans. I don't know, no man. That's risky. I don't know if I'm putting in a bunch of chili in my belly. It's not a, a huge bowl of chili. You get a small <laughs> portion. It is a it is a symbolic. It is a ritual. We all sit here. It's yeah. staged in the round, which means the audience in circuit like is sitting in a circle around the entire stage, and then uh -huh. the actors and the cast and we all come together. We celebrate with a shared meal, and then we watch the second half of the show. You get free chili. For a, is this know, like Dollywood or something? Well, hold on. No, There's no. no free chili at Dollywood. No, no, no. no, no, no. Um, Dollywood's a special a, place. There, they don't give us chili. I will say there is this is, uh, cinnamon bread at Dollywood that is yeah, I'm sure it's delicious. Believable. In any case, I will send you Bob some has of the no links interest in to, the, to, Dollywood. The, to this root to this version, which really lean into some of the more upsetting and dark aspects of this show. It's really you mean like Oklahoma's football season. <sighs> Similar to that. Pivot. Uh, pivot. Pivot. <laughs> pivot. That's Andrew the same way, folks. What's your pick of the week? What's your pick of the week? No, I have to go to. Uh, I'm going to my wife's family's Thanksgiving. Uh, doing it early. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know. There, uh, look. I, I know. are you celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving this year? No, we're just doing it early. Uh, so we're. I'll be Why? watching the Tennessee game on the road. Um, huh? Why? It's a whole thing. I don't really know okay. the answer to this no, one. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. I don't really know. Um, no need to back to it. Atlanta in a couple weeks, but no, not uh, yeah, an early Thanksgiving. But anyway, uh, Andrew, your pick of the week. Um, gonna go see uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, okay, gonna see that tomorrow. Very, uh, very interested in uh, in watching that. So yeah. Okay, Bob. What about you? I'm making a trip uh, out to um, the Lowe's because I'm shopping for some new lighting fixtures uh, for my. Apartment. Are there Lowe's in Brooklyn? Yeah, you got to go way down. You got to go down to your Red Hook. I never Atlanta. would have guessed there's a Lowe's. Is there a Home Depot? Yeah, there's a Home Depot. Huh. Man. Never thought that those would be in New York. I did not know those existed in New York. Is there a Costco? Because, yes. That's wild. I often shop at, I, I, when I can, when some friends and I can hustle up a car, we, that's big enough, we do a big bulk shop in Costco. Yeah. It's also a great date spot. Yes. It's so cheap. The pizza, the first pizza, it's so good. Costco yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. is a sneaky, great pizza. Hot I, dog, like a dollar. I, I found this restaurant chain, which apparently, I don't know where else it exists in the continental United States, but I found an outlet mm. in Brooklyn called Aldi. It is very oh, cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Aldi, my yeah. mom lives by Aldi. Of, it's, I, I also now live by Aldi. It's cheap enough <laughs> that I can order from Instacart and still save money. Aldi's very doing, cheap, but it's, it's, good to, it's got good stuff. Like I, I am loading up on Kirkland brand products. Let me tell you, oh, they have boy. 
guys, they have they have a good zero carb bread at Aldi. Zero carbs. Yeah, I need them carbs. No, 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 no. I'm 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 cutting my carbs. They have a zero carb bread. It tastes like slightly off Wonder Bread, but it's actual bread with zero carbs. I have Keto watched YouTube videos. I have watched YouTube. I look, man. You do not want to go down the, the YouTube keto hole because it is a dark and scary. It's so more scary than that reboot of Oklahoma. It's terrifying. Is it? Is it as dark? Is, is that what? Uh, is that what happened? Is that the progression? There, there are <laughs> keto obsessives who will send supposedly low carb products out, off to labs to be tested to make sure that the nutrition label actually adheres to the reality of the ingredients. Okay, so I got a question because you know, I, I, I wonder about the Venn diagram between election that was, deniers. By the way, that, was my, uh, that was my Amazon delivery of my, my Quest Hero Keto bars, which taste like whatchamacallit. So I'm very excited <laughs> about that. I got to go back so, that so, so I wonder about the Venn diagram. None of these are sponsored posts. Detailed, yeah. no. detailed keto analysis and keto... keto uh, questioners and deniers, and and the uh, election deniers. Is there? Is there? How no, close I, is the there, Venn diagram on that? There, there's. I'm sure there's some overlap because a lot of it is just very. The, the bulk of it that I've seen, I, you know, is very well-meaning uh, suburban moms who are uh, keto obsessives talking about seed oils and things like that. And then there are That's some very demographic dudes who are kind of a proof of concept keto video. That's the, yeah, that's the and granted during especially especially during COVID, a lot of the wellness vloggers started dabbling in anti-vax and government conspiracy stuff. This was an actual trend. So oh oh oh, oh I, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm sure as was... I keep going as I as I keep going down this rabbit hole, I'm sure I will encounter some horrible horrible bad takes. But and for they now, call it free thinking. They did, they did point me towards the Aldi bread, which does, it says it has zero net carbs, but it's probably more like one and a half and two net carbs per slice, which I can, it, it, hey, it fits my macros, man. So, man, we're talking macros. His pick of the week, macros. Um, macros. My, my pick of the week is the Aldi brand supermarket chain. It still has like chicken for less than $3 a pound in this economy. That's actually tell. that's a really good deal. In New York. In New that's York. That's really good. I'm saying. Man, Bob is Come on. God, get sponsor Bob's Twitter account. Aldi. <laughs> what are we doing? Dear Aldi supermarket chain. <laughs> He's just gonna have a I hat am, and a rate in an Aldi racing jacket. I yes. will do spawn. I am not above doing spawn con. I am not doing <laughs> I am. I will do promoted posts for your, I again am clearly, I am shilling for your product for free right now. I believe it's in genuine. it. It really yeah, is. This is real. This is coming from a real place. And, you know, I wish I'll Bob get some felt engagement. Like me, felt to me the same way he feels to, to Aldi. Well, you don't offer chicken for $3 a pound, do you, Jay? <laughs> You've never asked. But, but, but he could offer chili at intermission. That's true. For free. Well, let me tell you, it was a delightful communal experience. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No one was enjoying that. That was, that is just, it, it could not have been. It, that is a preposterous a thing that happened. Yeah, yes, there was it. also cornbread. <laughs> like, that's, 
Ugh. Oh my god. Thank you for this image. It is going to uh, sustain me throughout the day. Yeah, a, bunch of, like when... a bunch of a bunch of hooli hooli New Yorkers sitting there on bench seats holding a little, you know, a Dixie cup like bowl full of chili and being like, Oh I got my this god. They this, did this is how look. the Oklahomans eat. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ruining the <laughs> Midwestern look, experience for everybody, you jerk. There's there's a there's a there's a snooty French theater company called Teatre du Soleil, and they do the similar thing. Granted, their plays are often eight hours long, so you do get two meals. What? In that. Oh my god. <laughs> Who are they for? Yes. Cut to the chase. Jesus. Oh, there you go. Good I, I, I've been I've been to I've been to them. They're, are there are there like, plays sponsored by deep vein thrombrosis? Like what's happening here? No. No, <laughs> the French government, which actually pays to support the arts. That's who supports them, the French government. We'll see what happens wow, when you support them wow, too long. Wow, you give them too much money and they make their plays trying, eight hours. You, you need to, you need to cut the budgets to make these plays an I hour do. and a half. Hour they, have a <laughs> they have a dedicated – they set up a, a dedicated – like because it's about 40 minutes outside Paris, they set up a dedicated bus line that only goes to and from the theater, run by and paid for the city of Paris. Let me tell you, you – but – you go and during intermission, right. you sit with the cast and you all enjoy a meal together. You celebrate the actual reality of the moment. That's the thing about the difference between a play and a movie, which is a movie you sit and you watch and it's a passive consumer experience. But in a play, you no matter what, you and the actors and the performers are all in that space and it can only exist for that singular moment of time. And the act of sharing a meal reaffirms those underlying fundamentals. It is maybe a profound Alexander should just have a communal meal with Oklahoma and then not <laughs> no, get I don't think those people, I don't, I, I, I can't Anthony Bourdain it and make common cause. I think they would hate me. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we're we're trying to solve problems here. We can't solve the problem in Brooklyn, so I figured let's just have a communal thing in Oklahoma. And I'll do it. We Fine, sing. I'll go. I'll go. Same I make thing. a very, I make a, I make a quality chili. I'll, I'll make some chili. I'll make. Here's some take. Chili's style. all chili bad. The... Never serve chili. There's no reason to ever have chili. What? Most soups and chili and like just that those things just they're not necessary. Not necessary. Don't need them. Toss them. Chili is not something that was ever needed. Just toss it. Like if chili never existed, I think we're we're a better country Take, now. Chase's takes, throw in a potato, <laughs> you got a stew going. <laughs> I'm I agree with Andrew's facial expression. I got off a joke, because again I'm a reply guy, but I agree with what Andrew <laughs> is saying facially. Andrew is saying it far more succinctly. With his expression. Who needs it? Not me. Soups and stews just excised. N no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Brunswick stew. Toss all that stuff. We don't need stews. Stews are, there's just no reason for a stew. Stews are not good. They take too long. I don't like drinking my food like that. Just like little soups. With I a want little spoon. you to, I want you chase. I am going mm -hmm. to, I'm going to talk to the sports gal about this. You are going to learn to cook. No, never happening. Yes. Don't have the patience. You're going. It's really not that hard. An idiot like That's why I do the chicken and rice. It, you just get a little lemon pepper on the chicken and you grill it on the stove for like, I don't know, two, five minutes, whatever it is. And then you get some Insta rice and you swirl it together, put some soy sauce on it. And then. Did you say Insta rice? Did you say, <laughs> you know how, you know how easy it is to cook rice? 
Who wants to cook you rice when you can literally just fill a little water in the little cups and then put it in the microwave? <laughs> you mean, yeah. You, how many PVC, like, how much PVC plastic do you think you're consuming every time you do that because you lack the skills to cook rice? To be fair, could I become the boys, a member of the boys, a superhero from the amount of uh, PVC plastic that I've ingested no. over my time? No. No. No, there's no compound V in... <laughs> in these polymers that you are consuming. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Chase. Grilled cheese. I'm going, good. <clears throat> I am this. I have the sports scales number much to your dismay. Mm. We are going to work this out. You are going to learn to cook. No. Be oh, a man. That's not happening. Be a, be a little bit of a man. Learn to cook. Now, when it's we get to the point where we can just do the home meal kit, that's just like delivered every day. That's the that's the dream right there. Every single day. If I never think about food, if I never think about it ever again, I'm good. Like if I could IV it every day, like all my meals, just as I'm going around doing stuff, I would do it. Just no food whatsoever. Um, just a big waste of time, especially the soups that take so much longer and the chilies, the soups, the things that just... They drag and drag and drag. No, give me something that I get in and out, done, quick. Um, chicken tendies, they fit this bill. Mac and cheese fit this bill. Um, yeah, that's just that's how you want to do it. You want to get in and out, move on. Um, that's it. For that guy up there in New York City, Robert Silverman, for that other guy out there in Detroit, Michigan, Andrew, Bob, thank you as always, and uh, I will talk to you all. Maybe next week. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah.